Station. Yeah, it's Friday night. Going hard. Um, yeah, I think it's a bit late. Later than normal, we're recording, having a few beers. Me and uh, guest uh, C5 here. Yeah, um, just ready for a for a good night. Um, bit late for CMOZ, being um, after 7 o'clock now, so he's probably tucked away in bed so we we thought we'd just do an episode just the two of us yeah um you know what better to do on a friday night um enjoying a couple of sneaky beers and uh talk some fantasy right yeah i mean it's a bit hard this hosting thing you have to say stuff and keep it rolling <laughs> you can't just answer quick questions you're asked um i don't really know how to do it so i mean it'll be, um... what do we want to start with some It'll be interesting because you know normally uh, you're you're pretty well known for those silences as you think of an answer. So you're gonna have to oh, keep yeah, talking a, here today. I'm a pauser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, basically, not much has happened this week after we talked last time, apart from this uh, Raheem Mostert news, right? Yeah. Um, well, you know, they say uh, Raheem comes on steady, hot, and strong. He just yeah. goes on and on. Um, that's an who's going to install him? Are they, is he going to stay? Yeah, I don't know who's going to re- install a Raheem. Um, yeah. But uh, it should be uh, should be interesting times ahead because I think um, he's got a bit greedy here. He's uh, made some made some coin in the middle of the season, signed a, a deal, and you know thinking he wasn't going to be something, and then he turned out to be better than he thought he was going to be, I guess. And now he wants uh, a bit more. So yeah, I think he. He's probably asking for a bit much, having just re-signed a contract not that long ago. But um, yeah, let's see what happens. I mean, I think there's um, like first my first thought was, oh, they're already paying the other two running backs. But Seymour's uh, mentioned to me during the week they're not on that crazy coin, so it's not like they're they're paying like you know Le'Veon Bell money, ten million a year, and maybe five million and two other running backs that they just sort of they can't you know you can't pay twenty million in your cap space for. Um, three RBs, right? So I, it's not really that case. So it'd be interesting to see why they they don't want to pay him. Um, and I and I'm assuming he's not after ridiculous money. He's just after you know his first good contract, right? Yeah, I guess he got some like okay money, like some sort of like not backup money, like um, uh, committee money, I guess. But now he he kind of wants to be, you know. He wants his contract to reflect that he sort of was the lead dog to end the year, and I guess maybe they've they've asked him to carry on with that role, and he wants the pay to reflect that. So, yeah, yeah I guess that's where he's going with it. I mean, as an owner of him in in one league, I sort of feel like shit. I should have just, you know, how you think, oh, I'll just ride him for a bit longer. I wonder whether it's like that window to sell might have. He was had a pretty. I mean, he people weren't buying him for his highest price, but people were drafting him in startups or um, redraft at a higher rate, right? Um, at a higher round. But I guess if you sort of sold him for something, maybe this is the this was the window, right? Or do you think they see anything getting better? Like, is he going to fall into another opportunity where there's still another buy window or another sell window? Yeah, I think um, as an owner of him in Sheep's One, I guess your other league you own him in is is the one we we co-owned yeah. um and having tried to get rid of him no one's really interested in him like he was a, he was a pretty tough sell to get the actual value but yeah i feel yeah i kind of went the opposite route and traded um 
Kenyon Drake thinking that most it would be sort of a pretty solid mm-hmm. um, depth backup option. But um, seems like maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's it's all just blown out of proportion and it's it's nothing news. He, he just got a bit angry after contract talks broke down and he came in the next day and was like, yeah, look, I'm still going to play for you guys or something. I don't know. So um, he's still a good player. I think there's some places he could go that could work out just as well for him, but it's pretty hard to imagine a better situation than San Francisco, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, I saw a thing on Twitter today about someone talking. It won't happen, but imagine like seeing Philip Lindsay in San Francisco's offense. You know, a player that doesn't need that many times to run, but in a team that wants to run the ball so well and in those spaces, um, I think that's sort of the same sort of game. Most it's done real well. Like he just receives, you know, not the highest volume of carries in that, but um, he makes the most of them, and they 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 just run for like 10 yards so often like you see teams that grind out rushes for like you know especially think of maybe Saquon and the Giants like he does a lot of running but he'll break off one big play maybe a game or maybe every like you know he was breaking off some multiple games but often he was rushing three four just you know just pushing through stacks and then he was slowly grinding but you saw the, the 49ers and they were like making chunk play after chunk play 10 10 yards 15 yards and they were breaking teams down that that way so I mean, I don't really see a better option than him staying there, but it'd be interesting to see how this situation goes. Um, yeah, I, I guess wh- it's a, when it's you a said bargaining Phil- tactic, you think? Yeah, when you said Philip Lindsay, that's like that's the perfect comp. They're the same player. They're this like yeah. electric, athletic, speed guy that's a bit smaller but um, tough. They run hard. They they break off plays when they do, and yeah. He's, they've both found sort of the right offense where they space it out enough that he, when he hits a hole, you just see a later he's gone. He's he's pretty fast, and um, yeah, I think he's his forty time is very high, like top ten percentile kind of guy. He's he's a real quick explosive player, so he's got a, a good opportunity to kind of make the most of that skill set where he is right now so I guess maybe Philly I was thinking is probably a best case scenario as a landing spot but um I don't I don't really know where he could go that's gonna yeah be a better situation or even a comparable one I don't know whether Philly's the like I think Philly's a good spot but in terms of where he would want to go for the money perhaps um getting him there is just oh I don't see them being able to pay him um, so I think that's that's like the turning point. Are they going to want to get an extra guy in that's a bit more that wants a bit more, or someone that's just going to come in and, and want to prove themselves? So I think I don't know. I'm trying to think what spots I liked for him. I don't know, like that would be any better, or like that he's not part of another committee or in a you know probably behind a, a better back or in a more of a timeshare role. Yeah, that's pretty tough, Perhaps especially... Some. I saw a lot of... I was just say, it's pretty tough, like, especially since everyone's the made Texans. their plans. You go. Yeah, it's it's like... It's a bit late now because um, everyone sort of has done that. They've, they've got around to finding the backs they need, and I think Philly are that team that hasn't, hasn't really pulled, pulled one in, but they're probably after a cheap guy that's a depth piece or a rotation... 
Um, most of it might give them a bit more than that, but whether they're prepared to add one trade for him and then two, if a tr- if he's going to be accept a trade, right, or go through, they're going to want to know that he's going to play for them, not hold out again, wanting more money. So there's someone's going to have to trade for him and then be prepared to pay him. So mm. that's sort of a the hardest part about this is the 49ers have to accept the trade. Um, the team coming in has to then also be prepared to pay him. And that's two things that are probably, in this climate especially, um, with the uncertainty around the season, I don't think there's going to be much of that. So, I mean, it's probably going to end up him being on the 49ers and everyone's happy, but it's just a slow news week, right? And he has yeah. asked for this and perhaps they can talk it around. Yeah, I, I know that... David Njoku like, trade as well. He was that. We did talk about that the other night? No, I don't think we did, but yeah, I think David Njoku must be feeling pretty shitty at the moment like you know I've got this great athletic profile whenever I've come out kind of have made a a pretty good impact and uh, yeah I've struggled with a few little injuries and consistency here and there but all the potential points in the right direction and you go and sign another tight end and just sort of say pretty clearly to him that you're not our top guy and yeah, I think I'd be pretty frustrated and be trying to make a name for myself. Like, how's he gonna, how's he gonna make himself some money on his next contract if he, yeah, if he's the sec playing second fiddle, I guess. And I think that's um, the thing is, teams more teams need tight end than they probably do running back or feel they do at this stage. I think, especially the running back landscape in the league, most teams either feel they have. A prospect or you know enough talent there to be good enough maybe they don't have the depth they want but they they believe in someone in that locker room can carry the workload right but i think a tight end a lot of teams are still searching for a tight end um oh we just had someone else drop in on the line here um guest 2s we're just talking about tight ends um any any comments on a tight end do love a tight end Oh, who's this guest that's just dropped in? What is this magic? <laughs> it's a podcast, mate. Have you never been on one? No, never. Never. How long have you been stitching me up for? Oh, about we haven't we haven't started yet. We you've arrived just in time. Looks like thirty two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nah, ten, 10 oh, fifty. Been, yeah, we're at ten fifty. We've been talking about um some installer Raheem. Oh yeah. And some uh, David Njoku. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just. What do you think about? Um, what do you think of both of their trade offers? Who's got the best chance of being traded? Um, I'm gonna say probably Raheem Mostert and David Njoku. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could see David Njoku going to another team. To be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's a few teams out there that need a tight end, and there's not as many teams out there that need a running back. So. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what I just said. Good stuff. <laughs> On the same page. At least we agree. Seems to be the same. Same, same. Yeah, so it looks like Moz has arrived just in time. Yeah. Um, and just for everyone that's listening, it's uh, Moz's birthday today. A, yeah. a big one. Uh, a happy... 21. Yeah, no. Yep. <laughs> what is it? A, a 3-0? Yeah, a big 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big achievement. Like, you know when one of your fantasy players scores 30 points? You're like... Yeah. Oh, you feel good. Yeah. Ooh. That's when you know you're cruising, right? Yeah, yep. right. Um, but yeah, we uh, thought, well, me and Chris thought, oh, 
Moz said he was going to be out tonight. It'd be a good chance to, uh, you know, put on a little bit of a, a spit roast. <laughs> I don't want to be on the spit roast. I'm happy to be on a roast, but not a spit roast. We'll put him, put him on a roast, and um, <laughs> we actually put I put his lineup on the on the the Twitter sphere. I'll tell you what, you got some nibbles, eh? Yeah, we got some big players coming back to us with, um, you know, a bit of a friendly roast, not as rough as your mates who uh, threw a bit of tougher criticism in. But oh, that's standard, Greg. Though, yeah, it's a good, a bit of good fun. Um, he can't, he can't win a league, but he can try and win an argument. Yeah. So we thought, we thought, why not try a little segment that's, uh, you know, we bring on someone with their team and we just either a roast the fuck out of it or give them a bit of help. How many sneakies have we had at the moment? Oh, we're on sneaky three at the moment. Yeah, okay. sneaky. I'm about sneaky. even them. Just, just past two. Yep. Yep. I'm two and a half. Yeah. Or if this podcast crashes and goes off the rails, well, we just write it off, right? I think it has gone off the rails. <sighs> nah, it's it's cruising along. We're going good. <laughs> Sorry for right crashing. Along. Yeah, I thought um, may as well throw you in. Give you a chance to defend to yourself you too. Yeah. Happy to defend myself. It's like you know, if you if you watch like the Justin Bieber roast, he is there, and he does at the end have a go. So. Oh yeah, um, this will be that'll actually be a good way of putting it. You can come back at the end with your uh, uh, closing argument and tell yeah, everyone uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so this is like um, you know all, all bets are off. It's it's swear as much as you like. Or <laughs> yeah, it's um, this is E for explicit and past um, the regular five thirty recording time. Yeah, yeah it's the no, sheep station right. up late podcast tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adults only. Uh, sheep station yeah. uncut. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shower scenes here, though. But uh... oh, we can make one. Okay, yeah. all right. I'll put it on the Insta. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Friday night delight. All right. All right. <laughs> so we've got um Moz's team up here. I'll, I'll bring it up, and we might just uh, ramble through some of the positions. Ramble. Uh, well, starting off with um. You know, the big stuff. Uh, on defense, he has the, the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the kicker is uh, Jay Sly, a bit of a slide. You know what? There. I wouldn't even have a clue who that was, to be honest. I, would, I, I, was, I, was, I had to say Jay Sly because I didn't know what he, the J stood for in his first name. I think you'll find out that it's Jay. Or is it actually Jay? <laughs> <laughs> or Joey Sly. Joey. Joey. Yeah, of course. He looks like an old lineman, not a kicker. If anyone wants to check him out on Sleeper, um, Joey.Sly. <laughs> um, all right, so the good positions, right? Let's start with the good stuff. Um, Paddy Mahomes, quarterback. His RB1 is uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, RB2, Todd Gurley the second. His wide receiver one is Tyreek Hill. Wide receiver two, Julio Jones. Wide receiver three, Stefan Diggs. Tight end, one, Travis Kelsey. And he's in his flex spot. He's got currently Mark Ingram the second. You like also some guys second, that have, yeah. yeah, double second. Yeah, um, I was trying to get Henry, Henry Ruggs the third, but I didn't have any picks in the draft. So. Yeah, maybe he would have been better off with his dad. Yeah, Henry Ruggs <laughs> the first, <laughs> no second. Oh yeah, the second. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sorry, You're talking about his grandfather, um, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, he's probably dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> Might not be Henry Ruggs is in his twenties, early twenties. Oh, true. Maybe yeah. it was Henrietta Ruggs and they named him after his grandma. Yeah, maybe there was a... His grandfather wasn't Henry and it's his great-grandfather was Henry or something. Look, I'm sure if we asked him when we see him next week... <laughs> oh, crikey! 
Oh, now now we're cooking with gas. On. Yeah. And we'll go through we'll go through Moz's bench, right? Ryan Tannehill stuff comes. Yeah, Ryan Tanner Thrill or Tanner Goat, whatever you pick your poison there. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is his second quarterback on his bench. Then we go to who Moz is probably hoping for his standout now. Um, Jerick McKinnon hasn't played in how many years? Two. Two. Yep. And he's got to fall into an RB one, right? Apparently. Yeah. Malcolm Brown. Naheem Hines, Devin Singletary. Now, this is your favourite, right? John Brown. Oh, look. You love yourself some John Brown. How can you not? Um, Rashad Perryman, Alan Lazard, Terry McLaurin, Kay Hill. Who? <laughs> Sorry, I mean, are you just naming players AJ off the Hill. waiver wire or CMOS suspension? <laughs> I'm just going through a list. Uh, it's, I'm assuming it's Moz's bench. Do all of uh, those um, those players have a little C next to their name for championship? Or um, I can't see it on Sleeper. Nah, that's a shame. It could be that. But you could uh, speak to them about that. Yeah, I might have. Um, then we get to with his tight ends. He's got uh, Trey Burton, no, Jace no, no, no. Sternberger, Cole Komet, Thaddeus Moss, and then closes it out with the Baltimore Ravens defense. Uh, injured reserves, empty at the moment because no one's injured. Um <laughs> And we'll move to the taxi quickly. Um, Quintus Cephas. Uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. That other guy, Watkins. Quez. Quez, Quez Watkins. Watkins. Uh, Darrington Evans. Mm-hmm. And uh, Isaiah Coulter. He's got a little green arrow up there, Moss. He might score more than those 0.36 <laughs> protected points. <laughs> oh, That's 0.36. Right. I'm very intrigued to see what the first 10 minutes of this this was. Oh, it's probably the better part of the podcast, I reckon. <laughs> we're only, we only had one beer at that stage. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, I've probably talked for a bit, but I'll, I'll throw it over to Chris. Uh, any any players there you're thinking, uh, what, what, how are you going to roast Moz's team? Yeah, look, I guess you look through the starting lineup and you're like, Jesus, um, what are these chumps doing letting him get, you know, the best quarterback, the best running back? Probably Julio Jones is, is right up there with arguably one of the best wide receivers and Tyreek Hill yeah, as well. It's um, in the top five, right? He's got Travis Kelsey at, at tight end. You're like, geez, this squad's great. And then you, you get to the bench and um, boy, does it fall off a cliff. Um, yeah, look, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Teddy Bridgewater, um, both probably mediocre quarterbacks is, is how I'd describe them. Yeah, they're not going to lose you a week, but they're probably not going to win you many weeks either. And then look at running back. You've got a bunch of backups. I guess he's got his two rookies from last year, Terry McLaurin and Devon Singletary. Yeah, you know, if you like that kind of thing. But um, the rest of it is uh, who are you, I guess. And then... The real problem here is uh, the thing that you didn't get to there, Pete. Um, his 2021 picks are my third, his third, and a fourth. So he's really paid up to Oof. get this uh, roster. If we actually look through to 2022, he's also missing his second. So um, he's, he's spent a lot to get there, as you heard from his rookie rookies. He clearly didn't have a top pick there either. Um having maybe a third at best, is it? Um, for those guys, yeah. So, you're looking pretty old here, 
Chris Morris, uh, and you're looking very chief heavy. Is there any worry? Look, you guys just keep going, and I'll address this. All yeah, all right. Well, like <laughs> I'll start with my point that I that I made, and it was on on the the tweeters. Um, uh, let me just find it because there's so many. Um, yeah, I'm 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 actually struggling to scroll through, but it was on along the lines of um. I, I try to put this roast out to people to say, have a look at this team and tell me what needs to happen um, in 2020 for this team to stink, like be an absolute shithouse, um, whether it be injuries, down like a down season for players or players to lose their jobs. And um, the point that I looked at your team was and go through it is, uh, and I said it to you this morning, um, if you lose CMC, I think your team looks better than if you lose uh, Paddy Mahomes because... Uh, He's sort of, you know, the heart of this team and the lifeblood. He, he's maintaining three positions um, in your team. And if you lose him going down, I doubt the backup's going to be able to sustain the same volume for Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. And the same point, I guess, you know, when he goes hard, he goes hard. But this is a roast and we're going to give it to you. Um, so, yeah. I'm more than happy probably... for you to give it to me, mate. Yeah, I'll give it to you hard. Uh, <laughs> we'll get... um. A few other people came through on, on the, the tweeters. A few people that were, you know, I think fairly good. We had our Dynasty Warzone co-host, uh, Jerry Sinclair. He came through with a happy birthday, muchacho. Um, yeah, thanks, I mate. I didn't know you were a muchacho. Um, he told you to get yourself some Edo Smith in case something happens to Gurley. Like, I actually had so. Edo Smith. and Oh, no, I traded him to Strachan, eh? Wait, oh, Strachan will be listening to this. Was that when you had Gurley um, in the Falcons? No, that's when I had Gurley in the Rams. Mm. There you go. Ooh. Um, next one came through from uh, Old Mate uh, Wizman92. Um, yeah, here we go. He said, uh, Old, slow, shit hands, likes to pick on kids, and any minute till injury ruins it all. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, about the team. Might need to find a knockdown rebuild specialist. Well, I've, I said it on on uh, Twitter, and I'm happy to repeat myself. If I'm going for a knockdown rebuild specialist, I'll be calling anybody but Greg Wisdom, because I tell you what, what is he doing? Yeah, I think um, if we if we if this segment you know takes off, um, not holding my breath, but uh, <laughs> Wisdom, we could have we could have a takeoff. Yeah, Wisdom ninety two <laughs> might be the next candidate for a good old classic roast Friday night roast. It'd be pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Lot, this one's hard work. I'll tell you that. Um, so our, our, our next comment came from uh, Tim Keller, and it said, "Happy birthday, but damn sure, uh, happy birthday, but damn, you sure love que- some questionable tight ends." <laughs> he must listen to the podcast to get the <laughs> tight end reference in there. Better hope Lazard and Aaron doesn't get on Aaron's bad side. Um, yeah, so he's having a dig at your. your I'm, I, I'm assuming your backup tight ends and your depth at tight end, which. Mm. I mean, looking at your team is poo. Um, Thanks, you got Travis Kelsey, who, yeah, we know he's good. Um, no one's doubting that. But you lose him and, or even your bye week, you're pretty much you know, going, oh, fuck, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you, you're tanking <laughs> that week, right? Um, I mean, I guess, oh, let's, let's have a look at who he's actually playing in week 10. But, um, yeah, you've got no Mahomes, you've got no Tyreek Hill. You got no Travis Kelsey, and you got really no tight end. So Jared's getting a, a free win that week. Um, 
It's actually got a 99% chance of winning that week at the moment. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see if I can make that 100. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, uh, Todd Gurley and Julio are also out in the same week. <laughs> Far out. Jeez, that's going to be a fun week. All right, one thing I'm, I like sometimes is that you, you ride your bye weeks all. Like, you may as well sacrifice well get them all in one week. Yeah. yeah. That because then I'm playing around it. Like every week when you're like, oh, I got a, I'm one of my two running backs is out. You know, you two good ones. Then you got to, the next week, the next one's out. And you're like, fuck, I hit, get hit over two weeks. I got to try and fight for a win. Whereas if you know one week, I'll write it off and be you strong. Might as well, like, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, come at me. What else, yeah, have, well, what else have we got? Oh, um, we got a happy birthday from um, Dynasty Addicts. Um, yeah, that was nice of them. Yeah, not very restful. Uh, Dynasty Outhouse sent you a happy birthday gift of a. Um, a zebra doing a shuffle? <laughs> made me, made me, made me lull. Yeah, in shuffling the, uh, cafe this afternoon. Yeah, shuffling white zebra. <laughs> Any relation to shuffling white Nelly? Do you reckon it's Nelly? a black and white one or a white and black one? Oh, it's very white, but I don't want to be um, <laughs> choosing colours here. It's a very sensitive topic at the moment. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, back to you. Has had a point um, when he said uh, about all the players you got in your starting lineup. <laughs> How did that happen? But. Kiwi NFL Dynasty said, uh, happy birthday, champ. What type of bush league lets you get a side like that? Let me guess. Some guy called Trent, who's from Punchy, is the commission. <laughs> uh, jokes, jokes on you, because you're the commish. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Trent from Punchy, Moss? If you want me to be. Yeah. I'm whoever you want me to be. I mean, um, this next one came up with... Uh, the zookeeper, um, just checking his profile, doesn't look like he's actually a zookeeper. <laughs> I, I actually sometimes call myself a zookeeper with my oh, yeah. profession. Oh, so he could be a teacher. Is what you're yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm ah, saying. Ah, okay. He says, "Happy birthday, dude! For some reason, you're still playing a league with kickers. So brace for the heartbreak coming your way when you lose in the finals because he misses an extra point." Oh, sensitive topic there in the league. Do you think? Yeah, look, kick him out. Yeah, it's a it's a good discussion now. We can um look. Do you remember having that debate a couple of years ago about uh, kick him out of the league? Yeah, that was the only. How one we, we got a few um, we're about fifty fifty now, don't you think? Not quite enough. I reckon. Yeah, we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I think there's still a few votes keeping them in, but the good news is I for some reason picked the Titans to beat the Warriors, and that just happened. So happy days. Sorry, a bit off topic. That's pretty bizarre. Yeah. So it's interesting that um, an NBA team was playing an um, NFL team. <laughs> Are they called the um, Washington Warriors now? No. That was one of their names. Yeah, Potential. I don't know. They, we won't discuss that, but um, they, they oh, should change. I think on that topic, they should change their name. They um, definitely should change their name. Uh, I'm not in any part to say I think I could argue other teams that have probably maybe less what I would think but I'm not Native American to um, say how like to be the person to say whether they should have the names or not so I mean it, it's only a team name at the end of the day it's the it's very derogatory so yeah and I mean like it's the club you play for if it if it's named one thing or the other it's the, t- the people you play with and the, the organisation that's what matters not the name of it right mm-hmm. so alright Easy to change, but anyway, play yeah. on. Yeah, change the name. Yeah, the sheep. Oh, what about it? Washington Sheeps. Yes, I mean, hundred percent. Yep, that's it. How that's have it. we not 
Is a ram a sheep? <laughs> What's a ram? <laughs> well, ram's a... Yeah, ram is a sheep. <laughs> yeah, is but it? like... We can afford to have multiple different sheep-related teams in the NFL. Like, we don't have to yeah. stop at one. No, I'm yeah, just wondering. Have... if Is a ram a sheep? Is a ram yeah. a sheep? I'm Googling it. It's a type. It a male sheep? An adult female is referred to a ewe as an intact male. Yeah, a ewe is. <laughs> as a ram. There you go. Yeah, yeah good. Okay. Oh, well. So, go be... rams? Well... Yeah, no. Someone's got to cheer for them. Yeah, all right. They can be. They can join the CD Lamb and Sterling Shepherd. Part Until of the flock. Washington change their name to the Washington Sheeps. Yep. <laughs> then we're all going to make a petition to Seattle because we need the alliteration. Oh yeah. Thanks, the Seattle Sheeps. Yeah. Or is there a, a, a like a place in America that starts with S H and we could move a team there? I'm sure oh, there's a place in America reckon. that starts with SH. There's probably one called Sheeps. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll quickly uh, scalpel, uh, scan Google Maps. Uh, you guys keep talking. All right, I'll, I'll continue with the last. Yeah, keep going through. Of... Yep. Sorry, I don't talk this much normally, and my voice is getting a bit sore. <laughs> there's a place called Short Pump in Virginia. <laughs> That's got us written all over it. <laughs> or Shorewood. Shorewood short sheep. Short pump sheeps. <laughs> That's classic. Sounds like me. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Anyways, back to the oh, tweets. I think, I, think I've, I think I've run through them. Oh, crikey. Right. No, I feel like you've missed some, surely. Oh, well, I'm struggling to find them. Um, it's hard to see when look. you've had three beers, apparently. Yeah, yeah. There's a few happy birthdays. Um, yeah, that's just it getting into a roast. I thought there was one more, but um, yeah, maybe I was wrong. Yeah, I thought Dino put something out there, but I uh, know he uh, he offered his services uh, for Moz if he was going for a knockdown rebuild. I would. That's it. who I would go to out of our yeah. league uh, in comparison to Wizman ninety two. Uh, you know, he's his plan seems to be you know his blueprints are elsewhere, and you know he's just going willy nilly. Yeah. Well, Greg so, started knocking uh, his team down and um, changed his mind halfway through, and um, just like he's a knock, knocked the whole neighbourhood down, and now he started rebuilding it really quickly, just with tents. So like he puts them up and then he moves them around and he he switches them out for new tents. It's a bit cheaper, so um, but he he just keeps throwing away perfectly good tents. He's losing a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Is this, the, is this the Moz roast or the Wizman 92 roast? <laughs> uh, it's, 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 Easy time. It's switching. It's switching. No, I think... Um, it, whereas Dean has... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, he's hired Jim Marston, uh, the knockdown rebuild specialist. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then set himself up. He's got a salt, built that foundation, got rid of all the, you know, crappy old bricks on the site, um, you know, taking up space, cleared it nice and flat, ready to build this uh, empire. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. So is let's get else? into some. Or do I? Do I? Well, I mean, now, I was, what's the game? Oh, no, no. I want to have a bit, a bit more of a chat about um, just what's going to happen to your team when um, you finally cop a bit of bad luck. Um, you know, last year, Mahomes comes out and he's uh, 
he's done his knee and he's he's ruined for the rest of the year and Chris Morris starts one of his immediate um, tantrums as he loves to do and uh, I don't remember that 45 minutes later Mahomes is totally fine he's back the next week somehow miraculously without any effect whatsoever what's going to happen when that happens this year and Mahomes goes down and then you lose Mahomes and you lose Kelsey and you lose Hill um, what are the plans? Uh, is this a question you want me to answer right now? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. Well, I'm going to rip you with some stats here, okay? So Mahomes actually missed two games from that knee injury, and then he had to buy. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Okay. So he missed... Week seven was when he did it against Denver. So he missed half of that game, and then he missed the game against Green Bay and the game against Minnesota. And uh, uh, for the life of me, I can't remember the backup. Uh, Moore? Is it Moore? What's his first Chad, name? Is it Chad? Ch- Ch- Chris? Craig? Craig? Phil? John, Phil. Michael, Charlotte, <laughs> um, oh, Callan, Cal- Callan Moore, Callum. No, Callan Moore's Callum the offensive Moore. coordinator for the Cowboys. <laughs> That's the first. I can't even write the stuff in Google. I'm struggling, absolutely struggling. Um, Kel- it's something with something. Oh, jeez. So it's, like he's Chad a quarterback. Henny. It's got no, Chad Henney here. It wasn't Chad Henney last year? Yeah. That's who I had in in the other league, but uh, yeah, I have no idea who it is. Um, just uh, Phil for a second. I'm just gonna. Yeah, we'll just call him Michael Moore. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, big. Yeah, hit us with these stats <laughs> that you said you had. All right. Um, yeah. So okay, so he missed week eight, week nine, essentially, uh, and partial week seven. Uh, Tyreek Hill scored still 14.9 in week seven, 11.1 in week eight, and 23.5 in week nine. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 7.4 in Week 7, 14.3 in Week 8, and 9.7 in Week 9. Uh, that's without Patrick Mahomes. So, you know what? As much as you're going to uh, say, oh, if Patrick Mahomes goes down, I'm in trouble for Kelsey and Hill, there's evidence suggesting that that is, in fact, untrue. Uh, and I'll be safe with, with those two. Big high upside guys. Hill can, you know, all he needs is one catch, and he can burn it to the end zone. So, and then Kelsey is just the volume kind of play. Um, you know what? That That's a good Chad point, Moz. Yeah, real good. Uh, yeah, uh, 11.3 lead. That's that's what I want out of my uh, starting wide receiver one. What, 23.5? Uh, look forward yeah, to it. One, one, one week. No, my wide receiver one is Julio Jones, <laughs> thank you very much. Tyreek Hill is my wide receiver two. Uh, and if, if it's not Tyreek Hill, it's Stephon Diggs. So, you know, whatever. Well, I guess my point is uh, five of your starters out of two teams. Are you, are you worried about that at all? All right, so here's... here's how it goes, really, right? We all know why I have these players. I went and, you know, went after the title last year. Um, and you know what? I took that title. Whether that means that for the next maybe year or two, I'm a little bit depleted in that, uh, you know, bench role or the depth's a little bit uh, depleted. That's the, the price you need to pay to go and win a title. So, um, you know, I'm not overly concerned for now. You know, it might take one or two injuries. I'm not going to go to a Strachan and, you know, if one of my players gets injured, just sell everybody. Um, you know, if, if, if Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs are my uh, wide receiver one and two for the next two years, then I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest, because, you know, very high upside guys and happy to roll through and try and rebuild. Flip, you know, if the uh, if I'm out of contention, I guess, uh, late this year and someone wants to make a push and they want to come and get some guys, and you know, I can stock up on some picks or stock up on some youth. Or if I avoid the injury plague, which is the hope, then uh, you know what? push for back-to-back 
and we'll see what happens. Yeah, look, um, it's Matt Moore, by the way. Um, I was pretty close Matt with Moore, Michael yes, Moore. Matt Moore, yes, thank you. Yeah, I yeah. knew it was an M or a, when you said Michael. I was like, oh, yeah. that sounds pretty close. Yeah, um, I guess that's as you're, you're looking at two people here who, who didn't have uh, their teams go the way that they wanted last year. Pete in particular having um, pretty much everything go right except the touchdowns. Um, are, you, are you ready to do what, what we did last year and really... Um, sell when when when's it gonna um when's your time yeah, I mean, you're prepared to, to sell to yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm prepared yeah. to absolutely as if yeah. you, you know i am no no i'm when, happy yeah, to when, sell you've seen me yeah. do it in uh judges league i sold a whole bunch of shit i'm happy to sell if it comes to that but you know i'm not going to sell you know patrick mahomes or you know tyreek i'm going to sell the people like you know the older kind of guys if someone's pushing for a title and they want julio jones you know they're gonna have to pay a little bit to get him i'm not just going to give him away for bloody peanuts but you know, if someone's pushing for a title, which I'm assuming there's going to be maybe four or five real top contenders this year, and if they want to, you know, I'm had a bit of bad luck, I've had a couple of injuries or, you know, a couple of losses to, you know, just some nuffies like Greg or something like that, that they've yeah, some bad luck. Yeah, just some bad luck, you know. if it, it, it Look, it's, it's bound to turn around. Like, I had some pretty good luck last year with Derek Henry going down in that championship week, so that kind of uh, helped win the title. But I was in that position because I sold pretty much everything to go and get the title and that's what happened so can't really have a crack at me now for you know having the hangover of trying to win a title you know what i mean i mean if we have to find someone to have a crack at you we're going to find whatever we can right? oh yeah no not, i feel you you're not you're not dropping down the but you, you feel you, you feel what i'm saying yeah yeah we're climbing this massive ladder to try and you know grab this fruit from the you know some branches real high up where we're pretty afraid of falling we might fall down it's not like going to greg's team where we can like reach it from our knees on the ground and just you know grab the nice juicy apple that's sitting you there. actually have to hanging. dig a hole to um find the fruit yeah. on greg's tree it's like yeah he's growing pumpkins they're underground yeah pumpkins <laughs> trying to grow underground what grows underground yeah, potatoes <laughs> definitely oh, potatoes they definitely sweet, grow underground. juicy potatoes sweet juicy potatoes <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah and you know there's there's a few question marks it's uh about the whole tight end position that i've heard a couple of times today but that's why i've got a bit of depth there i'm just going to hope that one of those guys hits trey burton's going into the colts who you know they use Eric Ebron pretty well hopefully that uh, burton kind of takes that role and all i have to do is plug him in for a week or two here or there um, yeah you just gotta hope you get andrew and lucky then... um what mm. <laughs> oh still too soon. okay Lewis? yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, as much as everyone says, oh, your team's got no depth, that's what sometimes it costs to go and get a title. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. I was When you said that, it just reminded me what I, I really wanted someone to post a GIF um, on the tweet being like, your team's shit, you got no fans. That guy. <laughs> oh, you want some. I'll yeah, you want some. I'll give it you. <laughs> but yeah, look, you know, Jay Sternberger, he could have a, you know, with cheese, of course, he could have a, a potential or he could have a shot at, you know, moving up that chart a little bit, getting a few targets now that there's absolutely no one else at tight end. Um, you know, Thaddeus Moss, see how he goes in, you know, first couple of weeks. Cole Komet, same thing, first couple of weeks. Um, Travis Kelsey. I mean, if that's the old bloke you want, I suppose it's probably Travis Kelsey. Hey, you wouldn't want some old fart that's not going to do anything. You want the old fart that's getting a million targets over the middle with a high-powered offense. Yeah, it's not it's not Jimmy Graham. It's Travis Kelsey, right? Exactly. Exactly, think, Peter. Thank all you. All right. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a take that this is 
less of a roast and this is if we look at your team perhaps from what's the worst thing that could happen like how does your team become shit like um it looks good but and and it's there's a chance of everything anything happening whatever but the three things that i look at that can hit you the hardest is if one girly is either injured or isn't the same player in atlanta right (laughs) so then you take out you take a hit there next thing is stefan diggs he's probably not as bad but like maybe there's a learning curve or um just perhaps offseason hasn't allowed him to get that connection with uh, Josh Allen straight up and maybe he's a bit off inconsistent um, maybe yeah and my, then my third thing is probably my next thing is Julio Jones um, my thing with him isn't I'm not worried about him dropping off right he's still talent for him it's like does he cop an if he cops an injury you can't how are you gonna who's gonna want to buy Julio Jones after he's taken a serious injury right at his age that that for you it's probably not as much of an impact I'm saying to you in terms of how your team's gonna go but in terms of a value loss, you you could sell into contender this year. Probably, you know, how how you hold out and how you play it, you can get a, the maximum value for it and work it up. But as soon as he has one, if he has a big knock or he does something bad, he just he's just all of a sudden no one's going to pay for him mm. anymore, and and you're stuck with. I mean, you're probably getting down to Larry Fitzgerald equivalent price range on him, which is pretty much not a lot because people aren't prepared like but now he's in that he's teetering at that point right and you're playing can i win a ship with him and i don't care if he falls off afterwards and then how do i how do i one push myself as hard as i can to go for it and to make sure that i don't miss out and also let him slip off the cliff right can i add a fourth one yep okay is it yeah is it marking um yeah mark ingram jk Dobbins right. comes out and he's electric and uh yeah yeah mark ingram is isn't the lead guy anymore. He's, he's split and his, you know, 20 point weeks dissipate to 10 max. And yeah, he's not what you hoped he was. Do you want a response? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's, here's my feeling, right? On, on, first of all, I'll just address Ingram because that's the one I remember you saying, uh, just have a think about him at the saints, right? And this Alvin Kamara bloke comes in electric yet. Ingram was still an absolute stud. That's a high, like a high uh, up-tempo running offense. So I feel as though even if, um, what's your mate's name? Dobbins comes in. I mean, Gus Edwards and who was the other bloke in the backfield there with him? Gus Edwards and yeah, whoever. They still had a fair few carries in consideration to, you know, what Mark Ingram did. Mark Ingram just kind of had the, the high touchdown year, which was, you know, another kind of reason as to why I could kind of sit him at running back two and didn't really get affected by Todd Gurley as much. Um, we just got to hope that Todd Gurley's knee rolls out and he's fine. Um, one thing that would worry me is that I lose my Konami code uh, in Christian McCaffrey. If he goes down, then yeah, I'm in a bit of strife. But, you know, you can't just say, oh, look, all of these players are going to get injured because you can say that about any team. So uh, in terms of Stefan Diggs being my wide receiver two slash three, um, you know, looking at his stats from last year, I mean, he had one game where he scored 40 points. The rest of them are kind of around the 10-12 mark. Um, so if you can still win a ship with with Diggs as your wide receiver three, scoring 10 to 12 a week, then I think you've done pretty well. Um, and then Julio Jones, yeah, I've got two two thought processes with him. It's either I fight hard to go and win this ship again, um, and hopefully Julio doesn't get injured, of course, but that's like every single player in the league. 
um, and then you, you go back to back, or it's at the stage where someone, if I'm not up in that top four and I'm looking towards um, missing out on that playoff spot, that you know someone's going to come and get him because they want to go and win that championship. So that's if he's playing well, of course. If he doesn't play well, then that's the the sword I'm going to die on. So a um, couple of options there. But you know I've got full faith in say Todd Gurley to come out and, and be the guy. There's not much behind him in in the Falcons. Um, hopefully his knees are right. That's the only risk. Mark Ingram, I still think he's going to you know at least get say. 40 to 50% of the carries, which for a running back, hopeful three. Devin Singlet, he'll split in the background as well, but uh, in the backfield, sorry, as well. But you know what? I think he'll get some positive regression in his touchdowns with only those four, as he said last year. Um, and then those wide receivers, like, they're good. And then Terry McLaurin is my wide receiver four. Um, you can throw John Brown in here or there. You might even be able to throw Brashad Perryman in for a random week if he's playing against a shit defense or, or something like that. And hopefully one of my rookies hits, but... At the moment, that's my thought process. It's it's essentially like win it, win it or bin it again. But all right, mean, yeah. On that, see what happens. Last point. Um, all right, so we got Todd Gurley. He's, he's probably almost twenty six by the time this season starts. Julio thirty one, Kelsey thirty, Ingram thirty. Um, Ingram is definitely not thirty. Thirty one. No, he's thirty. Um, is yeah, he? Jesus. Yep, thirty. Got there quick. Um, yeah, so you you got a few of those guys that are at the age where they are probably looking at uh, starting to think about retiring or um, yeah. looking at a, a cliff drop off. Is it, is this it? Is it this year or or never again? Um, or do you think that you have enough with without a even a second round pick next year to to save your team? I mean, you know, you build around Mahomes, CMC, Tyreek Hill, um, and then just, you know, if someone comes after some players, like Tyreek Hill is, what, 26? Um, Stephon Diggs is still around that age. CMC yeah. is like 12. Um, you build around <laughs> those three or four guys, I kind of guess, and um, hopefully you can sell some stuff and, and move up the draft. If it's next year, if I don't win this year, then so be it. I mean... You never know. Like a guy like Darrington Evans, maybe they want that they don't want to pay. Um, yep, that guy next year. Derek. Why the hell am I blanking on Derek Henry's name? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, maybe they don't want to pay him next year, and then all of a sudden Darren Darrington Evans walks into a bloody starting role. Like they obviously will probably address it in the draft, but you never know. Maybe they don't. Same kind of thing. So, I mean, the age is is obviously a concern, but. It's nothing that can't be fixed with, you know, a couple of sneaky trades here or there. Try and sell one of these older blokes, move down, I suppose, to a, a lower quality receiver, but then get a few picks as well. Um, that's if, of course, I'm out of contention. So that's the uh, that's the thought process at the moment. Yeah, and I I'm, guess... I've, um... I've been thinking and talking to Greg about it today a little bit because he, he came after um, McLaurin and Tyreek Hill and he... he yeah, anyway... Um, they're the two players, like, if I want to have a future, they're the two players I can't really sell. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. if someone wants to come and get Kelsey or Julio, I mean, if it's a good enough offer, then yeah, absolutely. But, but Chris Morris... Is that... Is that Greg? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not how you do a knockdown rebuild. You saw your best players <laughs> Keep the crap. Yep, that sounds like Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you don't go out and sell DJ Moore. For a player you already had, you know what I mean? Like DJ Moore is someone you build around. Terry McLaurin is someone I'm going to build around. And if you're not going to offer me something, 
Like, you don't come to me and say, oh, I want these guys. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to sell these guys, but, but you need to counter. No, I don't need to counter. I don't want to sell yeah. those guys. It's like if someone puts their best player on the block, right? Um, you know they're not going to sell them for cheap, but oh. everyone thinks, oh, I might try a sneaky low ball off. I'm like, no, I'm seeing if you're going to pay a big offer and you, and you really want him, you can have him. But I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to not listen to it. And sometimes it's the same. Like, people come to you being like, all right, what do you want for your wide receiver one? And you're like, <laughs> Wait, these things don't just grow on trees in the league. I'm going to keep my young wide receiver one. Uh, how about I don't take your third round pick and two guys that are on your bench? Mm. No. Yeah. So when he when he came after the the hill, I think it was Tyreek Hill. What was the bloody poll he put up? It was Tyreek Hill. Put up hill Josh and, Jacobs uh, and Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. And he goes, "Oh, what would get it done? Josh Jacobs and who?" And I said, "Well, Juju, because I don't want it. I don't want to give these guys up." Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, that's a bloody stitch up." I'm like, "Well." You've asked me what I want for Terry McLaurin and Tyreek Hill. Two of my players I'm going to build around for the next five years. Like <laughs> two more players. Yeah, got to pay me. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you're off of it. it is nice to hear that um, Greg, when he popped onto the podcast just recently, his his balls have finally dropped, so his his voice is starting to deepen, <laughs> which is nice. I don't know what happened today. It must be cold where he is. Um, yeah, but um, I I think um, it's pretty clear when you get a trade offer like that that. The person uh, who's made it hasn't really looked at at what's in it for both teams. I think that's really important when you're trying to make a trade. You got to look at what you think the other team might do, or you're just wasting your time. Like, mm. don't don't go to a contending team and try and trade for their RB one for multiple parts. Like, it's it's a waste of time. Or their their top wide receiver for lesser parts like why are they trying to make that move when they're trying to win right now you go to the team that's that's looking pretty average this year and you try and find their best player that's starting to age a little bit and you go for the uh the here's two young guys that aren't quite as good i want the sure thing now um Mm. not the other way around don't don't go to the (laughs) the team that's trying to win with two old guys who aren't as good as the the two young guys that you're trying to get yeah, so yeah, got me got me this morning when he when he came at me with that like, oh, you need to counter. I was like, well, I don't because I don't want to give these players up. But uh, yeah, look, I suppose what do you do? Install a yeah. Raheem, okay? Yeah, I think that's I think <laughs> that's the beauty of the of the new counter feature in Sleeper. Um, that if someone does counter, you know you're closer than yeah, just yeah. a straight out decline. And that's what I think also helps. Like, if someone can come back with a counter, you know it's workable. Like. You have to. You can both work a bit ways, but when you just sometimes you just want to find out people like I don't like like. You might think oh, I'd take these two players for that player, but someone else doesn't always think the same, so they can decline it. I like I don't want those two players off me. I'm happy to sell this person, but I don't want those two. Like sometimes it's a tough decision in trades. Like in a ten person league, most people have start like you know set clear starters at. You know they can't just replace off their bench if they get rid of them, and if you're not giving them someone else to start for them, why are they gonna make the trade? And sometimes mm. I think you have to give up. Like sometimes you have to give up a starter to get another starter that you need more, right? Um, whether it be say I don't know, one you got you're pretty. I'd say you you wide receivers Moz. All three of them are are good, and probably Julio's old, but he, you know he's the exception to the rule at that level, right? Yeah. Um, but all th- of those three guys, you're really having to 
either give you an upgrade or like a downgrade at wide receiver but an upgrade at running back mm. and and, so, and then the only way to upgrade you at running back is to give you a younger running back right yeah. um, you can't give you another Chris Carson that doesn't you're not taking Chris Carson over Todd Gurley um, if like you know you're not he doesn't fit or even I would say for Mark Ingram like you need to look at the trade from that angle what what's wrong with Moz's team that he needs he mm. needs either some youth um, it's just probably what your, your team doesn't need points on the like more points on the board um and no one's going to be able to really give you a player that you can go like who can that who can give who can someone give you that's going to be like more of a guarantee thing than what you have already to start with you need you're looking for a trade to be like how do i continue my run to the future and how do i set myself up um so i don't to not miss out have to go in a rebuild you know not not get have to knock it all down um so that's like giving you getting some first round picks for players that are uh say Mark Ingram level where you could probably let him go if someone offered you a pick because a first rounder maybe I, I I'm not saying I, don't, I might find say people would struggle to offer that but like that's probably the price I think you'd sell him for right mm-hmm. um, and then that gives you some insurance for your future and also allows like you know you run a little bit short but you can bring Singletary up and it's your wide receiver it's your flex position you need there and you've got a bit of coverage to play a wide receiver running back it's a it's more flexible for you to do it but to come in and say oh, i want one of your starting wide receivers and i'm not going to give you another starting wide receiver backs a bit or another a better upgrade at running back what what's in it for you to make that trade yeah that's the thing that's that's essentially what i've been it's coming down to like you're, gonna, you're, and it's, you're essentially trying to take my best players and then replace them with just nuffies and hmm. and guys well, i can't really use or guys that you know i've already got on the bench they're um like or I could get off the wire kind of thing, but he gives you a player that's a swap, and then you lose on something else. Hmm. Um, I mean, the Jacobs, the Jacobs offer the the Greg sent. You know, it's it's Josh Jacobs, a young running back, backfield semi to himself. Hopefully, his passing game increases this year. That's the kind of player that I would look to look look at. But yeah. I don't want to lose Terry McLaurin and Tyree Hill for him. The longevity of those two over Josh Jacobs, who might even be sharing this year with the, the two players that they've drafted there. Um, and then, you know, a running back's worth over, say, five years. He might be already out of the team and see you later kind of thing. Whereas, you know, Terry McLaurin, Tyreek Hill, they've got another 10 years in their lives. So, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, people are having a go, oh, your team's too old, your team's too old. But, you know, this is what it costs sometimes to go and get that, that championship. And, you know, if I need yeah, to look, knock, it down, take knock it down, I'll knock it down. We to take it with a bit of a grain of salt. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a roast for a bit of fun, but no, I'm, I'm, like, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed and, um, it. But I mean, this whole point of it is like what I think what I've taken from this episode is we can look at a team from a like real critical perspective and say, what are our weaknesses? And, and yeah, and the, the, the thing point? is, like, I can see that there is an yeah. age issue here. It's not as though I'm just like, oh no, nah, my team's the best team ever. Like, I'm going to win the next five years. Like, I know that there's an age issue here. And as I said, if it gets to that stage in the year where I'm like. Ooh, okay, I might be out of contention here. Let's go to one of these guys who thinks they're going to win, and see if I can, you know, buy some of their youth, some of their picks, and get one yep. of these players to them. You know what uh, I mean? It's a good rec- like recency bias for me in a, in a, a league I play in. This guy had Saquon Barkley, CMC, OBJ. Oh, this is the start of last season. Um, I don't know. He had all the players, and he's had no picks for three years. His team was absolutely loaded but the year went the year started and he he was winning and then all of a sudden but other teams are still winning in this league because 
what happens is half the when your team gets so good, half the you're re- really stealing from the shit team. So they're really shit, and everyone just beats them, right? So if you get you're not making what I'm trying to say is you might win some weeks, but you're still if you have bad weeks, it's all about consistency. Mm. Um, because everyone's beaten, everyone's getting the bye weeks against the shit team that you. Everyone like all the picks of all the players have gone through. They they only score at fifty points. Everyone else is scoring a hundred, um, and that's the thing. Like you just you can't just rely, especially it's in fantasy football, on what. Oh, Greg just proposed a trade to me. Oh, I was gonna um, say I just got a trade proposal too. We'll talk through both of them, hey. I got one on it, Zach Battlers. You got one on SSC. Uh, so. Yeah. No. Well, my point is being like you can think you have the gun team but you always have to look at it and be like what Sorry. what could go wrong oh Jesus Christ <laughs> not good <laughs> no. just Chris will do by the way um, alright so we talked about what not to do when you're in a rebuild <laughs> oh, okay right? hang on are we done with the roast is there anything else yeah, we, we want to say or we no to... we're um, we're eating it oh we've you've got it. no it's hair done. tastes so great yeah just, just got no you've got no hair <laughs> I'd rather have no hair than your face oh <laughs> <laughs> All right. No hair than so, no championships. What? Yeah, ooh. Hey. <laughs> Are you trying to you... make a, a shot at my face? Because I actually think my face has more hair than your head does. And your face is actually <laughs> quite nice to look at as well. So. <laughs> Play on, I have ha- Peter. I have hair and championships. <laughs> hey, you got a lot of hair too. you got more hair yeah. than I've got, buddy. A few Hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, all right, all right. So we talked about with Greg's offered me this trade. It's come through. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, we talked about what not to do in a rebuild in terms of selling your, your good young players that have high potential, right? Um, and so, what was the player that Greg traded away to to me? D- uh, DJ Moore. Yeah. So he's coming. He's trying he, to get him. Is he? He's coming back for some DJ Moore. <laughs> he wants more of it, DJ Moore. He's, he's offered. His offer isn't great. Um, carry not, on, John. No, great, Bob. Carry on, Johnson. A twenty twenty two first and a twenty twenty one second. Um, I'm going to counter and just remove all of his offers. Uh, what? No, actually. So if you're going to, here's the thing: if you're going to offer carry on, you also need to offer Swift. Yeah, that's a that's a. Just a, I changed my mind on that one. If when you have to take out all the pieces, you can't counter it, right? No. But, Get rid of it. Yeah. That's a that's a so, new trade. That's not a counter. That's a new trade. No. But um, you're right there, was I think no one's buying carry on without um Swift. Swift. It's sort of like if you if I owned, and I do in sheeps too. I own Latavius Murray and um, Alvin Kamara, but. If I'm going to sell someone Kamara, I pretty much got to sell them Latavius Murray in the deal, right? Yeah. They're going to want... Not everyone will want it, but it's like the easiest throw-in or a bit extra. And maybe Latavius Murray is not a great example because Kamara is a lot more valuable than him. But carry on and Swift, no one's going to be like, well, you're offering me this player that clearly you know he's going to be a 50-50 chance of who's going to be the guy why am I going to take him if you don't want him like it sort of already screams a bit of desperation and that whatever you want him for isn't worth it like I can get him lower because I know you want to get rid of him right yeah 
Did you feel that? Yeah, I feel that. I think yeah. when I play like when I play like that, I don't go around shopping players that I think um, people that would know that I'm out of them for a reason, and they probably think the same thing. I wait for some. I they're a deal. They're a throw in later into a deal. You don't shop carry on Johnson's around now because he's at a low. You wait for someone to say, "Oh, what about this receiver you have?" And then you can use carry on in a piece to up the value to get something better or something like that. But I don't know whether it's a smart move going, throwing him out as the big piece and thinking people are going to pay for it when just showing them that is telling them that you devalue him. So I'm not going to, like, he's not worth it. It's probably a really good point. I wasn't really listening to Dane Gagai. I just scored a first try and had a first try score a bet on it. So. Oh, goodness. Uh, I, mean, I actually messaged Magoo and I was like, oh, give me a sneaky on the bloody first try score. And it was some nuffy. And, and then it's all of a sudden bloody Dane Gagai. And I was like, well, that's a freaking short you. thing. <laughs> goose. That's two tr- first try scorers in a row for me. I'm, I'm on fire. Can't wait for this uh, NFL I, I prop need bet some, week. I need some Harry Grant and Jaden Sua to score some tries for me. Well, we should we got to bring back um the NFL Punters Club. Club. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Well, we're going to do that episode, aren't we? Where we talk a few bets here and there. We yeah, can, we could, not the yeah, Tuesday, one. I reckon. We're pretty shit at that. Maybe we could get Max on. Yeah, no, that's it? that's just random horses. Oh, horses. Well, <laughs> we he need, was really good. We about. need Dino. We need Dino for his four hundred and twelve leg multis. Yeah, how many of them come through? Zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look. Yeah. All right. So let's talk through this one then. Do you want to talk through? Yeah, go through. Trade? Yeah, let's go. Because go I'm actually pretty tempted here. Ooh, uh, live first of all, just, Wait, just, just random, 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 you, so it must be. random okay. listener question that just came in, actually. What are your thoughts on DJ Dallas at the moment? Ooh. Who's that from? No, I was just wondering. It, was just, uh, it just popped through on my phone. Uh, it was Phil McCracken. Oh, that's a weird name. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I think all of the other Dallas players are probably better than him. Um, he lost a lot of stock. Especially that CD lamp. With Carlos Hyde, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carlos Hyde, I think killed him his perception pretty quickly i don't know that it really actually affected his role though um i think that carlos hyde is is more of a a threat or more of a a sign that um this the seahawks know or that the future sheeps know that um yeah they're, they're struggling with injuries and uh they're they're not sure how um how, how much of a sure thing Penny's is to play at all, and uh, probably Chris Carson is possibly not where they'd like him to be either. So I guess the hope is that DJ Dallas still retains sort of a shot at that receiving back role, but when Russell Wilson's only throwing like three passes a week to Lockett and four passes to DK Metcalf, which he catches one for a touchdown, uh, how valuable is that role? Yeah, not too valuable when um, Antonio Brown comes in, right? Exactly. Mm. All right, so then uh, second listener question that's just popped through. <laughs> what do you think about Miles Boykin? Who are these coming from? Oh, I'm just that... I'm I'm going to smash accept on this. By the way, these are the pieces in his trade that he's either given up or. All right, so in. I have DJ Dallas at the moment, and I'm yeah. feeling a bit yeah. cold on him. The offer is Larry Fitzgerald, Miles Boykin for DJ Dallas. Uh, and I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna. Who are, we ga- who are we gonna have to drop? Oh, that's a good question. That's right. I think this is a trade where that's can be part of that. Oh, the, look, that, like, I've got, I've got some blokes. Like I've got Kyle Allen on my bench. 
Yeah, you I mean, can. It's a super. Flex. Flex. It's a super flex. Oh, okay. Oh, he's. Yeah. Um, I got Adrian Peterson, who's a thousand years old. I don't think he's going to be doing much this year. I got Mohamed Sanu, MVS, uh, Andy Isabella. Yeah. So I got a few people I can drop. Fuck, I hate Isabella. He's a bit buried. I have him in another league as well, and like, it's just he could be he could do something, but he also could just like he just has miss. He last year it looked like oh he was going to have a good year, and they get Hopkins, and it's like oh. The only issue is that, I do have Hopkins. Yeah, but you don't need Isabella. Like no. Yeah, well I'm getting Larry, so it's yeah, two exactly. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I mean, the thing for you, right? Can you move the two pieces? No. Yeah, they're not very. But can I move DJ Tallis? No. No. Yeah, well, I mean, probably like... more chance of. I guess Miles Boykin has a pretty good shot to increase in value. Issue. Yeah, but there's probably more chance that DJ Dallas jumps in value at some random time during the season, and you can flip him for a second or something and move on pretty happily. But um. Yeah, there's probably Larry Fitzgerald. You're either playing him or he's nothing. So it it, this trade pretty much hinges on what do you reckon of uh, Miles Boykin? Miles Boykin. I think Um, he could be a sneaky guy over the middle. I guess that's that was what the hope was last year, Mister Irrelevant. I guess, but uh, yeah, look, let's see what happens here. Probably. I think think Boykin sort of turned around. I mean, not he just got more involved, and that team has to. Keep, it's a young team that's growing in identity. Like they're slowly. It's interesting to see this season. Like they came out so strong last year, and just carved up teams early on. They continued it through the year. Um, I have no doubt they're probably going to, you know, come out and try and showcase like something a little bit different and keep teams guessing. And that's got to be in the passing game, right? So I sort of have that feel. Like you can't expect any of them to be um, the alpha dog. That's a proper fantasy wide receiver one in a team. Um, but there's going to be high enough volume that these guys can be startable with, or hopefully. Yeah, look. I think touchdown. Maybe volume in the volume of... Like, they're going to have score of points, right? Um, you're not going to be picking them because they're Robert Woods-like or Cooper Cup taking tons of receptions and they might not get you a touchdown. But, you know, PPR or half PPR league, you get 10-plus points because... They might have got 60 or 70 yards and off a heap of receptions. These guys are probably going to be one or three, four catches. And you're hoping for one of those catches to go for a touchdown. Pretty like a tight end. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, this is a, uh, a league where I've got plenty of youth. Like plenty of youth. So it's, you know, add to it or... And then take an old guy as well and get rid of this. Well, guy here's that the I'll thing: never use, can you so. can you counter to him and go back? With I have him? I have countered. We'll see what happens um, with a with a pick or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I've years. actually countered with a bit of a younger player. Um, yeah. And I've you know my wide receivers: Hopkins, uh, Demonte Parker, Justin Jefferson, uh, Rugs, Rager, Pittman. So I've got plenty of youth there. Nothing stand out mm. apart from Hopkins, but yeah. Rugs, Rager, so maybe Larry... what you have, like 11, 12, and 13 or something? No, I actually traded away my next year's first and something else and got uh, Jefferson and Rager in the same trade, so that was exciting. Wait, wait, wait. You have Rugs, Jefferson, Rager, and Pittman? Correct. Jesus. It's like four yeah. picks in a row. It's youth galore. Youth galore. Yeah, yeah right. So... 
Yeah, look, that's probably going to be accept. Um, we'll see what happens with the, the counter. Um, and yeah, go from there. But yeah, look, that was a, that was an interesting chat. I, I, I enjoyed that. It was, you know. Yeah, it was. Um, we didn't expect you to be available, but um, it, it worked out pretty well. We brought you on. Yeah, it's, you chance, so. yeah it's good. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> it's better It's better with three. Yeah. And I got to have the SS Championship uh, little thing instead of point yeah, six two and S. That's pretty boring, isn't it? Yeah. Too sexy for my shirt. Uh, and then, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Yeah, it's hopefully given, you know, it, it, as much as like we talk mostly with our league and, you know, we've got a few extra listeners these days for some reason. Hopefully it's like, if someone is in this situation that I'm in, hopefully it's given a bit of perspective. If someone's trying to pressure you into like, you know, you've got such an old squad, you need to get rid of them or, you know, you, you, you're going to get so many injuries this year. Hopefully it just, you know, kind of gets into their head. Just chill. See what happens. Don't, you know, go out and trade everything yet and uh, and hope to hope to go back to back. That's my hope. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah, you are going to cop injuries, though, and um, if you're listening, do trade everything, sell everything, uh, do it now before you before you lose it all. Crikey. No? I'd rather, you know, cop the injuries this year with the title, the little C next to my name, than cop the injuries with no C next to my name. Right, Pete? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I look forward to this season if if it goes ahead. I'll be really disappointed if, like you know, we get screwed over by COVID. Yeah, yeah, you're bloody right. Bloody COVID. Yeah. All right, so we'll be back on um, dropping another episode on Tuesday. Standard bat channel. Um, we'll keep the content a surprise because uh, yeah, it it's actually a surprise. It's not that we haven't figured it out yet. Um, Are we doing the, the the punters thing? No, it's a surprise. Okay, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right, boys. All right, wrap it oh, up. Oh, I gotta, I gotta stop recording. Um, can someone do the like, subscribe? Um, oh yeah. So uh, Facebook, uh, Sheep Station Cup Dynasty Podcast. Twitter, it's uh, at Champion SS. Uh, Instagram is SS Championship. No, I always forget yeah. Instagram. Yeah. S- yeah. Uh, in, uh, yeah well, at SS Championship. So yeah, hit us up, ask some questions, get amongst it because we love it and you love us and we all know it. Twenty-five star review, please. Yeah, doing? that we we need some more of them them reviews. Um, you was did you leave a review for that other guy? I did. That was a, a good podcast. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, he, he he. I haven't seen his one come through for us. So uh, you have to get on to him, mate. Yeah, I'll be like, mate, you stitched me up. By the end of this year, <laughs> I'd like to top the the you know, crack the top ten of the Iceland sports podcasts. So. Oh yeah, if we can get um, get above all of those curling podcasts and stuff, we we get we have a we have a go sometimes. We have a good crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I my jam. Five. <laughs> Happy birthday, Simon. Bring on your favourite song. We've got to wait boys. till the drop. Always right? a pleasure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Are we at a wedding? Yeah. Wait. Just celebrating 369 followers. No! Yeah, yeah.